welcome to another edition of the Cricket Scotland Podcast 2019. I'm Jake Perry. In another bumper episode, I'll be catching up with Scotland's under-19 squad as they prepare to take on Pakistan, Bangladesh and Zimbabwe in the group stages of the Under-19 World Cup in South Africa. I'll be chatting to Tom McIntosh, Azair Shah and Jamie Cairns, as well as assistant coach Cedric English, about their hopes for the tournament, which begins on January the 17th. But first, to a competition of a very different nature, taking place here in Scotland through the winter months. The Wee Bash is a six-a-side indoor cricket tournament for women and girls of all ages and stages, with monthly events alternating between Glasgow and Edinburgh leading up to finals day on April the 5th next year. Fifteen teams are taking part in this its third season, which, with competitions for developmental as well as more experienced teams, makes it its biggest yet. It's been quite a 12 months for Rosie Ryan, the creator of the Wee Bash, too. Scottish Women in Sports Role Model of the Year for 2018. Rosie is also the inventor of the cricket-inspired fitness programme Cricket, which received the Innovation of the Year Award from the ICC back in August. In recent weeks, she was also appointed to the role of Women and Girls Participation Manager at Cricket Scotland. And before I chatted to some of the Weebash cricketers at Broughton High School, I asked Rosie to share her thoughts on what has been, by anyone's standards, a year to remember. I know it's been a, it's been a crazy 12 months, uh, to, to summarise it. Um, yeah, look, I, I just can't, I mean, you don't imagine a year like that uh, would ever happen, so it's... It's mad when I just take take a back seat and kind of look over it all and um, just think how much um, how much we came on and even just within cricket Scotland and things like that. You know, it's it's just good. It's more of a platform for us. It's um, you know, it's it's showing everyone and even the world now. I mean, with the with the the ICC award showing the world what cricket Scotland can do as a whole. Um, and I think for me, that's that's really exciting and just putting on a a kind of platform that we've maybe not been on before with women's cricket so yeah yeah I mean you've worked incredibly closely with with Nick Wilson who was your predecessor in the role you have now but has now moved on to be head of participation so how do you see your your partnership continuing in your in your new jobs yeah so uh, so when I started three three years ago uh, Nick and I came in as a women and girls development officer uh, in the west of Scotland and um, and Nick was was in my role that I'm in at the moment, and and so she she managed me very closely for two years, and and you know we've got a really good partnership. Nick's great; she's so enthusiastic. Um, she sees she sees the vision, and um, and whatever whatever kind of I guess idea I throw at her sometimes, which can be which can be anything. You know, she never she never kind of backhands it. She she always opens it with, with uh, welcomes it with open arms and and that's that for me is um, something that anyone whether they're working in it for for a company or in a workplace if you have a boss like that then then you know you're on to a winner there so um, especially when people have got new ideas it's sometimes hard for for people to change um, and and see the vision and see the change and and allow that to happen but you know with with Nick being in this post and me working a lot closer to her again now um, you know it's I'm I'm really excited for the next for the next few years of uh, women and girls cricket in Scotland. Which brings us on very nicely to where we are today and uh, and the wee bash, third year of the of the wee bash. So tell us how the how the idea came about and how it's evolved over the uh, over those three years. Yeah, so uh, the wee bash, I guess it's obviously playing playing words, uh, it's maybe stealing it a little bit from, uh, but but Scottifying the Australian uh, big, big bash. Um, you know, we, 
this for us is such an exciting participation program um, and we started off with you know the usual kind of Premier League teams and things like that and, and now we're, we're in a position at the moment where we've got a great sponsor we've got the RAF um, we're in a position now where we've got a social tournament and we've also got the, the more competitive tournament with the, the usual teams in the Premier League and, and things like that but then in the social you know in the social tournament which is going on at the moment um, before the, the later ones arrive uh, it's just got so many young young girls involved and, and, and just aspiring cricketers um, that are really going to be our future um, and this I know is going to engage them um, so much and it's just a really empowering environment to be in um, which is great and you know I just I look forward so much to, to the progression of all these teams and you know, even in the next 12 months, we've got so many new teams involved this this year. Um, for example, we've got East Kilbride, um, we've got Uddingston Cricket Club, uh, we've got Aberdeen University, St Andrews University. Um, so it's it's growing year on year, and this year is obviously the biggest year, um, which is great. I'm Natalie, I'm from Galloway Cricket Club. And I'm Julie and I'm also from Galloway Cricket Club. So it's given us the opportunity to play indoor through the winter when there's no cricket, so all the men stop playing in the winter, we've been able to play all year round. We were involved from the beginning when Carrie used to run really, really relaxed indoor tournaments for women and girls and we've now been able to be involved at every wee bash. And now it's monthly throughout the winter, it gives our girls a chance to play against other teams from across Scotland, um, practice playing together, practice what they've learned in training, so given a bit of a purpose to our training sessions that are happening weekly, we've now got a monthly competition to enter into. I feel that um, at the end of the summer everyone becomes a little bit despondent because it's the whole, especially for Gallery Cricket Club, it's the whole social aspect, the women coming together, the mothers and daughters, such a wide breadth of us and the Wee Bash gives us something to focus on and it gives us an opportunity and, and uh, to come and train for something and we've had good turnouts for our training we've gone from having just just coming for lots and lots of fun and now that's evolved and we're coming for the fun but we're also seriously wanting to win so it's the competitive it's bringing out the competitive nature there's several ladies that come along that actually don't feel so comfortable with a hard ball throughout the summer so actually we get we get actually different different women and girls coming along through the winter as well for the wee bash so we are the Forfarshire ladies team and we are playing in our first wee bash season. We've been doing cricket as a group for just over a year now and we did start off just doing cricket, then we started playing a little bit of softball and we now play more softball than cricket but cricket is our warm-up at our weekly sessions. We train outdoors over the summer and we train indoors right through the winter and these ladies here are some of the core of our team. I lead up the cricket sessions, but these are the ladies who do the actual business on the park. And Lucy here is our, an all-star and a quick cricket star and also our captain. And Lucy, you've just led your team to their first ever victory. How are you feeling at the moment? Good. <laughs> Excellent. So um, how has the, the whole experience of, of the Wee Bash been for you all? Because you've come... From, from cricket and this is your first experience of being a, a team in a tournament. How's that been? Uh, it's been great. Um, really enjoyed it. 
um, from all getting in the car together, coming down as a team, and um, yeah, really enjoying it. Excellent, and it seems that there's as much a sort of social angle to the tournament as much as uh, as much as the actual cricket part. How has how has that been meeting other like-minded uh, people from around the country? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, meet everybody, every kind of religion, everything. It's meeting, and it's great to meet new friends from other teams, and everybody is so friendly, really friendly, and they all make it for fun. It's great fun. Yeah. Um, my name is Neema Maurice Sheikh, and I play for the West of Scotland Cricket Club. Um, I've loved it so far. It's just great because you get to play cricket off season as well. It's great practice, um, and it's great to like obviously meet with your friends again. And you know, it's a laugh and it's fun, and it's very. I, I like how there's like a competitive group and not like that, you know. So I just love it. Hi, uh, I'm Lois from Stirling County. Um, I think it's it's. Um great for for keeping you fresh especially if you don't have as much going on because it's just you know like you don't have a summer schedule or winter training doesn't start to the beginning of the year it's a great place to come and keep people involved in the, the space kind of between the end of the season and the new the new set set of training for the new year um for me it's it's always great to see people participating um, and it's one of the great things about the wee bash is that i can come and people who are in their first game can come along um, and we can kind of, you know, they can learn from me a bit and I can have a bit of fun introducing them to, to this level of cricket. What, what's really striking is, is that, is the, the range of people that take part and the, um, the kind of range of ages and experiences and, and so on. How, just how competitive does this get there? Uh, everyone comes in, in good spirit, but I think as most sporting competitions do, when, when it gets close at the end of a game, everyone, everyone wants to win. Um, but, you know, at the end of it, it's all, all friends again. We can all have a laugh about it. So it gets pretty competitive, but all in good fun. All in good fun. A last word from Scotland international Lois Wilkinson there, who was at Broughton with the Wee Bash team from Stirling County. It really was a terrific day. As one of the participants said to me off mic, to have around 90 females taking part in sport together on a Sunday afternoon is in itself something that's pretty wonderful. So if you fancy adding to their number, how do you go about it? Here's Rosie. What I would say to anyone is obviously to find your, your local cricket club um, and get in touch with them to start off with. But you can also uh, find my email address online uh, on the Cricket Scotland website, uh, rosyryan at cricketscotland.com. Um, and you can give me a little email and I can obviously signpost you and help you out if you're, if you're looking for a team. Um, but yeah, I think I think many teams are, are looking for players and things like that and, and many teams will be wanting to get involved in this tournament at the moment and especially teams knowing that they can come in as a social team and it doesn't obviously need to start off too competitive which opens it up to a, a whole wider pool of, um, of clubs um, especially if they're starting off with the men, women and girls section. So um, yeah, just either find your local club um, or, or give me an email uh, and you'll find my email address online. On the Cricket Scotland website. Women and Girls Participation Manager Rosie Ryan there. Thanks to her and to all the Wee Bash cricketers for a great afternoon. January the 17th sees the 13th edition of the ICC Under-19 World Cup get underway at the De Beer Stadium in Kimberley, South Africa. Scotland enter the fray two days later against Pakistan before taking on two more full members in the form of Bangladesh and Zimbabwe in the week that follows. Head coach Gordon Drummond's team confirmed its place in the competition by way of an emphatic performance at the European qualifier in the Netherlands, which included a 47-run victory over Ireland, Scotland gaining its revenge for a narrow loss to its old rivals in the corresponding fixture two years ago. 
Past under-19 squads have included the likes of Mark Watt, Callum McLeod and Richie Barrington. And before I spoke to some of the latest crop of young Scottish talent, assistant coach Cedric English told me about the squad and how their preparations have been going. So I've been working with Gordon uh, with this particular team since 2018. We've had them with the under-17. It started as an under-17 group. Uh, we've then moved on. Last year we had the qualifiers. So really we, what we do is with 17s going into 19s, we tend to work with them for roughly a year and a half to two years. Uh, so for us, we've, we've seen these guys and got a decent picture of them uh, now for a little bit, which is, which is kind of unusual because we tend to have, as coaches, maybe a, a year group and then moved a new year group comes and joins us. But it's nice to be able to work with, uh, with, with lads for this length of time. We've been trying to give them as best opportunities to train as possible. Uh, so we've got them coming in quite often, about three or four times a week, three times a week sometimes, depending on what availability is. Uh, but yeah, so I think preparations have been as good as we can possibly get. Obviously the weather's not great because we're in winter now, so we're slightly different from other nations. Uh, we're, we're going down to join them in their summer months, but uh, yeah, we're training as, as best we can. Tremendous victory in the summer in the European qualifier where qualifications secured at the at the expense of Ireland. Um, can you take us back to the story of, of that tournament and, and how this particular group of players stepped up to, to achieve that? Absolutely. I think it, it really started with the first game against Holland. Uh, what, we, what we saw, we saw a, a much better Holland team than we have seen in a few years, in the past few years. Uh, and we... we we came up in some sticky situations, actually, one particular one where we we did very well. They got ahead of us uh, when we were bowling, then we pulled it back. So it had ebbs and flows throughout the game, and it was a really good game to start the tournament off. Uh, and then what we did, we, we showed some excellent resolve to take, you know, to win the game, which I think in years past we might have actually struggled slightly. Uh, so the team showed us their resolve straight away with the tournament. And we had another, as the tournament went on, we had the Irish game. I think uh, the way the guys committed themselves there as well throughout the whole game, they, st they really stuck with it with the bat and they stuck with it with the ball. Uh, the Irish actually competed really w well against us, but the margin was, was reasonably significant compared to other games we've had against them. But uh, there were moments there where we, we really needed to stick to our guns and stick to our game plan, uh, and the boys did it. And then the final game actually was Denmark. So we were, <laughs> we were really under pressure against Denmark. Uh, but again, the guys dug deep. They, 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 they're a team that really know their game plan, uh, which, is, which is really lovely for us as coaches, which is where we can push them. And uh, again, we, we posted a good total, uh, which in other years, there were certain, like I said before, other years we, we might have found ourselves a bit more behind the eight ball. In, in, a, in a bit more challenging situations. But, uh, yeah, I was quite happy with the tournament. Very happy indeed, actually. Crucial to that victory over Denmark was the contribution of Azair Shah, whose innings of 90 not out in a partnership of 152 with Jasper Davidson saw Scotland rebuild from 19 for three to finish on 230 for seven. Five for 15 from slower left armour Jamie Cairns then put the finishing touches onto the 142-run win, which confirmed Scotland's qualification as tournament winners. Both Azair and Jamie have fond memories of that match and of the performance of the team through the competition as a whole. Um, to be honest, that was a really good game. Um, for me personally and for the team, obviously, because it wasn't... Um, personally, for me, the tournament wasn't going as well as I wanted it to, and um, obviously the way me and Jasper helped the team 
and me sticking through at the end it was a really good feeling and obviously as well as the team it was just good to see and um it was it was a good game i think we were very lucky in our in our first match it was really tight fought one against netherlands which really put us under the under pressure early and i think it's always nice to in a tournament like that to have a real a real nail biter first up because it gets rid of any kind of nerves you've played you've played when it really matters and it sort of threw us in at the deep end of the tournament knowing that we've dealt with we've dealt and managed to complete our skills under really high pressure um i think in terms of playing as islanders the crunch game we didn't really see it that way we saw it as we played the first game and then we'd concentrate on that and then the next game there's no looking forward into all oh, the island are going to be the big game i think it was very much we deal with the now and what we can control and then um whatever happens outside of our control then it's it, it happens but we're very much focusing on our skill sets and what we can influence to be honest i think the set of players we have and the the group we have um they're a good bunch of boys and obviously the way we've gelled over the past couple of years it's been really good Ruzair Shah and Jamie Cairns there. Scotland's man of the qualifier was Tom McIntosh, who finished the competition at the top of the averages with 331 runs at just over 66. The Grange batsman followed up his back-to-back 50s against the Netherlands and Jersey with a match-winning knock of 107 against Ireland, but for him too it is the all-round performance of the team which was most satisfying. Ireland are always always a top team and in, in those tournaments and the qualifiers it's usually between other them um, for for qualification and I think that day we just the whole team just uh, arrived with the right attitude and with a lot of belief and yeah in the end we just put a, together a complete team performance and um, and outdid them because of that I think if you look at the tournament um, and you see the results you'll see that many different boys contributed at at the right times it wasn't just uh, relying on a few players the whole team chipped in uh, whether that be performances with the bat ball in the field even. Um, it's just yeah, a complete team performance. We were really a really good group, um, really tight and we all get on get on really well. So yeah, it was down to that I think. Both Tom and Jamie have made the breakthrough into the first eleven at Grange over the past couple of seasons, while Azair is playing his club cricket down south after swapping Pollock for Highfield Cricket Club in Wigham. So how has playing domestic cricket helped their development? I think it's great having such experienced players around me. Obviously, John Blaine's been around the kind of professional circuit for a long, long time. His words of wisdoms never go unnoticed, so I have to play very close attention because whatever he does say is normal gold nuggets of information. So I have to keep my ears open for that. And obviously, Andrew Brock, left arm spinner, um, really nice guy and a seriously talented cricket player. Um, he's been kind of the cricketing dad almost. He's a... Uh, He's just been kind of guiding me through it, what works, what doesn't work. I've been able to speak to about him. And then obviously the the team in general, just really supportive in my first year. Um, Neil McCallum especially, um, great team atmosphere. I've I've relished every second of it. It's really helped me develop as a cricketer. Um, and it's just knowing that whatever happens, these guys have always got my back. And I think that's the best environment for a young player to grow up in. It's just knowing that... Even when it doesn't go well, there'll be guys there supporting him. And I think that's why I've had such a good time at Grange. Um, down south has obviously helped a lot. Um, I think the wickets there are good and um, 
the players, the clubs are really good as well because you have a few first class players playing for the clubs as well. And the formats there are different because you can play like the, the way we play here, it's like win or lose, whereas down there, uh, there's a timed format game as well. And for the club I play for at Highfield, that, that's exactly what we do, it's a timed format. And obviously, whereas that, you have to bowl the opposition out uh, uh, to win the game. It's really good for me to be in an environment with a lot of experienced players, former Scotland players or Scotland players at the minute, and just the people with a lot of knowledge of the game. Um, obviously, with John Blaine and, and Preston, a lot of these guys have played for Scotland, represented Scotland and, and are good coaches. And I think the most important thing for me is just learning as much as I can from them and just take on whatever advice they give me and just observe how they play and how they go about things. Tom McIntosh there. But for now, focus is very much fixed on Potchefstroom and Group C of the Under-19 World Cup. Here's Jamie. I've been playing cricket since I was three or four in my back garden. I never ever thought I'd get to this stage, but it's just relishing the opportunity to play cricket to a higher level as I possibly can. Um, I mean, I've got a great bunch of team guys around me, um, and it'll be nice to test ourselves on the world, world stage and on a personal note, just to see what the standard's like. I mean, um, in Scotland, great standard, I think, just to see what that uh, relates to in terms of the world will be unbelievable. Um, I think we'll get experiences that I'll hold on for the rest of my life. There's not many people who can say that um, they've been to an under-19 World Cup, and I think if I'm lucky enough to go, I'll hold that very dearly for the rest of my life. Um, it'd be really good, obviously, as a kid, you've always kind of dreamed to go as far as you can, especially with cricket and whatever sport you're playing. And I think personally it's really good the way our dad, uh, my dad has obviously put time into me and my brothers as well. So it's, I think it's kind of a stepping stone for us. And um, I think it, it'll be good for even as a team for us to showcase our talent on the big stage. Obviously we're in a tough group and we've got a good opportunity to upset um, many test, test nations. So if we can upset as many test nations and, and cause an upset there... That'd be brilliant, I think, uh, not just for the group, for, but for Cricket Scotland in general. It just shows how far it's come over the past couple of years. And definitely for our group as well, if we can get a, a couple of really good wins under the belt, um, get past the groups and see where see where we get to, um, yeah, it'll just it'll be really positive on the, on the guys, I think. Tom McIntosh, bringing this episode of the Cricket Scotland podcast to a close. Look out for more on the Under-19 squad across all of Cricket Scotland's platforms over the next few weeks as their preparations step up towards that big match on the 19th of January. But until the next time, from me, Jake Perry, goodbye and thanks again for listening.